This is Zod Hanukkah 5781, the last eighth day of Hanukkah for 5781. This is a particularly powerful day in the year. There's an aspect where we had Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and we were judged at different points. We were judged at the end of Sukkot on Rosh Hashanah Rabbah, but there's, according to tradition, the final, final, final judgment. We had a chance to fix it up even after that and today is really the real the real sealing of the deal of the judgment for the rest of 5781 very powerful day you can really you can definitely feel it so might as well share a bit more torah so the lesson was explaining and say for a clawing claw yud zion well i don't quite remember which hana but in the 17th section, the 17th topic of that wondrous Sefer, the Leshem is explaining <clears throat> this very strange Gemara, this very strange Gemara, that the verse in the Torah on the fifth day of creation is explaining, is saying, the Yivra Elohim atatanini magadolim. That Hashem created the great sea monsters, the big whales. Taninim is a tough translation. These great sea serpents. So there's a ton to say about that. It really encompasses, in a sense, everything. These dragon things, these sea dragon things. There's land dragons, sea dragons. Every culture has some concept of a dragon that is very significant. So we're talking about these big sea creatures, this Leviathan, Leviathan in Hebrew, that there's a Leviathan Nachash Briach and a Leviathan Nachash Achlaton. There's this concept of two great uh, sea serpents. And the Gemara says there's a male one and a female one. The Gemara says in Baba Basra that Hashem created everything male and female. Everything was created male and female. Everything was created form and matter. Light and dark. Expansion and constriction. Thought and speech. Soul and body, etc., etc. That's not to say that females are dark. It's that feminine energy, pure feminine energy, is the concept of the limitation and pure male energy is the concept of the light of expansion within the limitation both need each other pure light without a limitation is not as great as light within a limitation and women have both male and female qualities etc just the female is a little bit more apparent and anyway in the future the cave to subject gaver the the female will crown the male etc etc but the Leshem is explaining now what does it mean the Gemara says that Hashem therefore because we see we have this male sea monster and this female sea monster that oh he created everything male and female the most basic dualism in our creation that we just described light and dark energy and form and and matter etc and That's learned out by the fact that there's a male and female sea monster. So they must be extremely general concepts. 
Talmud says. And if these two sea monsters would couple and produce offspring, it would be matashtesh kolam kulo. It would, like, scramble up and destroy and overwhelm and break the whole world. Like, as if to say, they would populate so rapidly and create such huge offspring at least ostensibly so big size-wise, it would just quickly fill up the whole space of the world and just overwhelm everything. It would be an imbalance in the creation, that's for sure. Like we were saying in the last recording, the precise care and precision is that the creator is constantly introducing new elements, new creations into the mix of this world. But everything has to fit together with everything else. So there has to be a surgical precision of precisely putting just the right amount of new expression into this creation without disturbing the order of every other creation that everything still has to totally interact exactly according to plan with everything else. So the implication then is like that these sea monsters getting together and producing stuff, producing new, new creations, new offspring, is some sort of concept of some aspect of male and female some aspect of huge energies that if they got together right away would produce creation too rapidly too quickly that would overwhelm the system of the whole world that's in a balance so the gemara says that then the creator castrates the male sea monster and kills the female sea monster and salts her to preserve her meat for the reward of the righteous in the future. Obviously, a very cryptic statement. The Leshem in this portion of Kalali Zion is explaining very beautiful, deep things about this. And he says basically as follows, saying it from memory because I'm driving, that the meaning of castrating the male means that we know that there's the hidden light of creation. But Yomer Elohimi, he or by he or. God said, let there be light, and there was light. But Yar Elohim at Orkitov. And God saw the light that it was good, and the Midrash says, Hashem saw that it was good to hide the light. This is, says the Leshem, the same concept that the Midrash is saying of castrating the male serpent. Because the male serpent is representing He's called a Nachash Briach. And there's a verse, Habriach Hatichon Minakatze Lakatze. That in the Mishkan there was a certain beam that was like a pole that shot through many structures and tied them together. It's called a Briach Hatichon, a, like a spinal column. Like a spinal column that runs down the structure of a body and connects the head to the feet. Like a spinal column. So the hidden light of creation that was the light of the first day of creation, when God said, let there be light, is like immediately hidden. And it's hidden into something like a nervous system, like a spinal column, where you have a brain center of this universe. You have a center of divine power, divine thought, divine ability to act and express and produce everything in this creation. Technically, it's called the Mochastima. God forbid that there's nothing like a body, nothing at all like a body, as we've explained in previous podcasts. 
that whereas there is some type of very distant relationship between human experience and ultimately the root of that experience and lights above, but it's undergoing thousands and trillions of orders of magnitude of infinity of impossible leaps such that from one, just one level to the higher level up is already to the lower level completely ungraspable. And we do that thousands and millions of times. But there is a concept, millions and trillions of levels removed from anything we can understand, trillions of infinitely beyond, trillions of infinite, trillions of times infinitely beyond, and more. This concept of a, of a, of a divine mind. And that divine mind is running everything. And it's traveling down something like a trillion times removed concept concept of a spinal column. And it's hidden. Hidden, hidden, hidden. And that's the concept, says the lesson, of castrating the male. Because this hidden light, it's constantly hidden level by level by level. Like the way that the pure divinity of the mind just gets filtered and filtered and filtered and filtered until it finally comes out as something so coarse as, you know, typing on a computer or tying your shoes. So this is the hidden light that runs everything. But it's hidden. But the lesson says specifically that this light does everything in that it's manhi kol hadaros. It is actually completely behind the scenes, actually managing and moving everything. And it's zanet ha'olam mikarni reimim abeitzikinim. It is sustaining all creations from karni reimim, from the loftiest spiritual realms down to the Beit Zekinim, down to tiny little maggots. So this light, this hidden light, which is absolutely hidden behind endless sheaths of concealment, is at the same time moving everything and keeping everything in existence. So in a sense, it's doing everything. Then the Lashem says, okay, what does it mean that he killed the female serpent insulted her flesh for, for reward for the Siddiquim in the future, for the righteous. The Lashem says, the killing of the female represents that the female is representing that whereas the male energy of this light that we just described is totally hidden, yet it's doing everything, but in a, in a completely concealed way, on the other hand, in the opposite inverse, the female is everything that's actually revealed to us level by level. But she's killed means that there's essentially no revelation of that hidden light that we just described, which is actually moving her and sustaining her, moving and sustaining all of the revealed portions of this world moving and sustaining what's ultimately becoming the creations 
she's killed because that light which moves them and sustains them is hidden completely within her and she doesn't reveal it at all. So that killing, says the Lashem of the female, means the complete nullification of the revelation of the hidden light that is sustaining and moving her. She is move, completely moved and sustained by this light, but yet she completely conceals it within herself and doesn't reveal it at all. So the quote-unquote killing of the female represents how the, it's a cancellation of her ability to reveal what moves her and what sustains her. Again, the, in, when the Gemara says that Hashem killed the female sea serpent and salts her flesh for the righteous in the future, it means that he nullified that the aspects of ultimately creations in this world would completely conceal and nullify their ability to reveal what's inside of them, i.e. this hidden light that's moving them and sustaining them. That they would completely not reveal what was actually moving them and sustaining them. But she isn't just killed and thrown away because, first of all, she's everything that's ultimately revealed to us at any level, at the level of the senses, at the level of thought. But she's salted. Her meat is salted for the future. It means that one day, when we work on it, work on it, work on it, Eventually, that hidden light will be revealed through her. It's being preserved. But this is an amazing paradox. Because what it means is, you have a beautiful paradox. That on the one hand, it's this male energy. It's this hidden light, which is one, doing everything. And two, sustaining everything. But it's completely concealed. So that which does everything and... Man and and sustains the existence of everything, is completely concealed to us. So again, it's the one doing everything. But yet we have no, we have no direct contact with it. On the other hand, that which we do experience, the female, on a day-to-day, is in a sense doing nothing. Yet it's all that we contact. So this is amazing if we can grasp what this means. It means that like we said in the last couple recordings, chayshech, darkness, is coming from the word chushim, the senses. That the senses pre- precisely present an olam hafuch, an upside-down world. The senses of, the, not just the senses of sight, smell, hearing, etc., but the senses of mental perception. Everything we take in as created beings receiving an experience on a physical level, a mental level, even a spiritual level, is darkness. It's that we only contact the, fe- the female that was killed. We only contact an upside-down world. We only contact an experience that is being managed and sustained by something that's completely invisible to us. So, who Takol? Hashem is doing everything from the perspective of this hidden light. Yet everything he's doing and every way that he's sustaining and manifesting all creations is totally hidden behind endless layers 
of realms that obscure what he's doing. Yet, if we, if we try, we can trace back and try to understand how can these experiences, although they are completely obscuring the light that runs them and sustains them, yet I know, I believe, that it is only that light which is moving them and sustaining them. Then we somehow have this amazing realization that while my, my experience, my physical sense experience, my mental experience, my experience of Torah, while that experience is from an aspect that's completely concealing what it actually is because it's completely concealing that hidden light. Yet at the same time, it's only that hidden light that's creating that experience. So I appreciate that I'm seeing the impossible. I'm seeing the impossible of something that's being completely run by a light and completely sustained by a light yet completely conceals it. That's the only way you can have what's ultimately a physical created world of free will. That's the only way. So our free will and our sense of being a creation, ultimately our sense of being a physical creation is totally predicated on this castration of the male and killing of the female. But, we, but with the heart of Amuna and with the mind of awareness of that, we can sense, we can have a chush, we can have a sense that even though my experience is completely concealing the truth, yet it's based in the truth. It's rooted in the truth. It's only actually being run by the truth. It's only being sustained by the truth. And with that simple amuna, that amuna pashuta, we can taste, we can grasp, wow, actually, I can somehow see through the impossible thick darkness of the destroyed female and somehow touch and sense the actual truth that's extremely concealed within it. And by holding on to that, by holding on to that and not letting go of that, slowly but surely, the light will come out of hiding and will reveal itself within all of those dark expressions that were obscurities to show that they were not obscurities. Amen. I